Hello, and welcome to the European Folktales podcast, where we remember our shared history through storytelling. I'm your host, David. Please remember to click the like, subscribe, and follow on your podcast app. And don't forget to visit our website at europeanfolktalespodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. If you're a writer of folktales, fairy tales, or fantasy, and would like to have your work narrated on this podcast, or if you'd like to narrate your own work, please use the contact form on our website or message us on any social media platform. This podcast is where we remember our shared history through storytelling. Storytelling spans every culture throughout time, yet most of it has been lost to time and will never be recovered. Many of these stories overlap and intersect, not just in story elements, but morals and ways of viewing the world. These folk tales were meant to help understand and explain the world, as well as their natural, political, religious, and social forces that our ancestors had to deal with. We must continue to hand these stories down to our succeeding generations, remembering and reinforcing the lessons that have been handed down from generation to generation. This episode's story is a short one called The Mouse, the Bird, and the Sausage. It's a quick tale that's short on storytelling elements like character development and such, but it has a poignant lesson or lessons that we can take with us. The story happened to appear in all printed versions of the Grimm Brothers' children's stories while they were still alive. A lot of people call it morbid and dark, maybe sometimes too dark for children. I found the ending to be, well, not quite what I was expecting. Let's take a look. The Mouse, the Bird, and the Sausage by the Brothers Grimm Once on a time, a mouse, a bird, and a sausage became companions, kept house together, lived well and happily with each other, and wonderfully increased their possessions. The bird's work was to fly every day into the forest and bring back wood. The mouse had to carry water, light the fire, and lay the table, but the sausage had to cook. He who is too well off is always longing for something new. One day, therefore, the bird met with another bird on the way to whom it related its excellent circumstances and boasted of them. The other bird, however, called it a poor simpleton for his hard work, but said that the two at home had good times. For when the mouse had made her fire and carried her water, she went into her little room to rest until they called her to lay the table. The sausage stayed by the pot, saw that the food was cooking well, and when it was nearly time for dinner, it rolled itself once or twice through the broth or vegetables, and then they were buttered, salted, and ready. When the bird came home and laid his burden down, they sat to dinner, and after they had had their meal, they slept their fill until morning, and that was a splendid life. Next day the bird, prompted by the other bird, would go no more into the wood, saying that he had been servant long enough, and had been made a fool of by them, and that they must change about for once and try to arrange it in another way. And, although the mouse and sausage also begged most earnestly, the bird would have his way, and said it must be tried. They cast lots about it, and the lot fell on the sausage who was to carry wood, the mouse became cook, and the bird was to fetch water. What happened? The little sausage went out towards the wood, the little bird lighted the fire. The mouse stayed by the pot and waited alone until Little Sausage came home and brought wood for the next day. But the sausage stayed so long on the road that they both feared something was amiss, and the bird flew out a little way in the air to meet it. Not far off, however, it met a dog on the road who had fallen on the poor sausage as lawful booty and had seized and swallowed it. 
The bird charged the dog with an act of barefaced robbery. But it was in vain to speak, for the dog said he had found forged letters on the sausage, on which account its life was forfeited to him. The bird sadly took up the wood, flew home, and related what he had seen and heard. They were much troubled, but agreed to do their best and remain together. The bird therefore laid the cloth, and the mouse made ready the food, and wanted to dress it, and to get into the pot as a sausage used to do, and roll and creep amongst the vegetables to mix them. But before she got into the midst of them, she was stopped, and lost her skin and hair and life in the attempt. When the bird came to carry up the dinner, no cook was there. In its distress, the bird threw the wood here and there, called and searched, but no cook was to be found. Owing to his carelessness, the wood caught fire, so that a conflagration ensued. The bird hastened to fetch water, and then the bucket dropped from his claws into the well, and he fell down with it and could not recover himself, but had to drown there. That was a fun little story that, you know, on its face has a moral or a lesson with it. Um, obviously, the, I guess, it, not obviously, but the obvious lesson on its face, you know, just to know your place, know your station, live inside of your abilities. Um, you know, all three friends in the story would have and probably could have lived happily ever after, like every other story, you know, had they just uh, left the natural order of their lives as it was. Um, there's some other lessons. You know, if the bird, the bird could have used judgment and objectivity, it could have prevented the entire catastrophe. You know, it let an outside influence that has no idea of the pattern of their lives. You know, it lets this, gives it voice to the conversation. You know, the bird takes that and runs with it, demanding change. It, the story doesn't say so, but I wonder if the bird realized uh, before he, uh, you know, fell down the well, that all of this was his own fault. Another uh, thing to consider is the two, the two other companions, they protested, but maybe not enough about maintaining their status quo. Maybe there's a lesson in there for us. They allowed themselves to be pushed around and maybe even strong-armed into taking on roles that weren't natural or suited to their particular abilities or lifestyle. If they had stood firmly, you know, for what they knew and was right and what they knew worked, they'd still be friends and, and enjoying a prosperous life today. Maybe another lesson from the outside bird. We can take a lesson from him that maybe we shouldn't offer unsolicited advice that could prove ruinous to the people that receive it, especially when we don't have all of the information on the situation. And something that really stood out to me is uh, it doesn't seem to fit in the story at all. It's just kind of placed in there. Whoever is too well off always wants to try something different. Um, maybe, maybe there's something lost in translation, but I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there that maybe that's in there to point out that that's, that's the moral of the story. That's the lesson to be learned. You know, maybe a little bit of discomfort in our lives is good. Being a little too comfortable makes us bored, makes us want to mix things up and, and make some changes that end up could ruinous or disastrous you know there have been i, I kind of looked around there's some other people doing some re, you know uh readings of this um they've read way more into it than i can they're matching this with socialism and the division of labor um proving that you know division of labor may be fine but it doesn't always work unless you go deeper than that with what they call comparative advantage um and it means that just dividing up labor in the pool of workers is, could be disastrous, like it was in this story, if we just wanted to put anybody anywhere. Um, but if we divide the labor along each character's strengths and skills and abilities, the tragedy would have been avoided. So, you know, I guess on its face that analogy does fit, but I don't know much about socialism, and I don't know any more than that analogy. Now, I like that. That was pretty interesting.
And one more thing to note is it, it isn't like the, what is it, the companionship of the cat and mouse, um, where they have these people that have, are going against a natural order and they seem to, you know, be friends and that. This isn't like that because those were, they were kind of opposed to begin with, but none of these people are opposed, you know, or fundamentally ill-matched, you know, uh, like cats and mice would be, you know. So if it hadn't been for the bird's dissatisfaction or the other bird putting a whispering in his ear, the whole thing would have been avoided. And that's what I like about these stories. That's, that's, that's fun for me. You have to say, what is it, like six paragraphs? It's a really short story. But we can just draw a lot of meaning out of that. We can draw a lot of life lessons. We can draw a lot of things out of that. And that's the beauty in it. You don't need a thousand pages of, of just uh, word diarrhea you know, to, to make a beautiful story. It's beautiful on its own. It's cute. It's funny. It's silly. It's quirky. I mean, friends with a sausage and, uh, you know, a sentient sausage. Crazy. I love it. Uh, I don't know. There be Just a couple paragraphs. It's so fun. You know, what do you think? What lessons or morals can you guys find in this story? Let me know your thoughts. You can reply on any social media platform as well as on our website. Insightful and profound comments will get read on this podcast. Come on, let's discuss it. Let's talk about this story. What you guys got? Till next time.